And welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast here. We are back here with another week of Missouri 8-Man football. We're talking about week 8 and recapping week 7. Please welcome back after a week's absence, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back Devin Albertson and Anthony Crane. Welcome back, gentlemen. Good to be here, Cliff. Good to be here with you guys. I mean, good to be here. We got a big week this week, but... um. Before we talk about uh, the big week eight that's ahead, let's let's recap week seven real quick. And um, you know the 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 game of the the game of the week last week obviously was North Andrew at Albany. Um, very very high scoring affair. Um, North Andrew jumped out big to start out in the game, but Albany made a Albany made a run there towards the end of the game. So, um, gentlemen, just give me your thoughts on the game. Well, I uh, I was able to because the game I went to was. Over halftime, I was able to you know catch the second half of that one, and then I watched the film and got to see you know all of it. Um, and North Andrew was really dominant in that first half. Um, you know Albany did some good things at times with their defensive line, uh, did a lot of slanting and things like that, and that that was kind of where they had their most success. Um, in the second half, uh, North Andrew had some guys get dinged up a little bit, and I think that hurt them a little bit defensively. Uh, that in addition to just Kemper Klein being fantastic. Uh, he made so many great plays in that game to make that interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thinking about it in the way I've seen Albany play now against three really good opponents, um, you know, I, I think going into it, we thought it was either, you know, North Andrew, Worth County, Platte Valley to win that district. Um, it probably, you know, had to put money on it. It'd be one of those three, but you know Albany has shown enough that they could win that district, and I it wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, absolutely. Albany is a very good football team, as we've said all year. Very well coached. Seeing so, if they do fall behind, Coach Fallon will make the adjustments needed to kind of get them adjusted and tweaked to make plays down the stretch. Um, so even if you do beat Albany in the playoffs, you are going to work for every bit of that win on there. It's not going to be anything you're going to get up on them big, and they're going to. Um, curl up on a ball and go away quietly. They're not going to do that kind of deal. Kemper Klein's too good of a player, as is Truman Reynolds and um, Porter Davis and other guys there for them as well. The the I think it's the Button kid is Burton kid also pretty good form as well. So and North Andrew at this point just kind of stay healthy, um, keep grinding there. Uh, they're a really good football team. We saw that in the first quarter, first half. They were just doing whatever they wanted to. There was just a good Albany front that really limited Worth County and Pat Flat Valleys. So and then. Uh... Yeah, you know, just um, gentlemen, do you have any other um, any any anything other than other than North Andrew and Albany really stick out to you guys in Week Seven? Uh, I know I said it wasn't a great game, but it was really impressive um, the way Lockwood has improved defensively. Um, College Heights hadn't scored fewer than thirty points all year, um, and they shut them out. Um, and you know, College Heights isn't a great team right now. They got some young kids, um, and there's some potential there. Um, in the next year or two uh, for them to get better. Um, but to shut them out was really impressive. Um, and they've, since that Drexel loss, um, they've really, they've been on fire. Um, something clicked in those final three quarters offensively. Um, and we, we kind of always knew the offense was there with the kids they have. Um, but to see what they've done defensively, you know, especially after we saw uh, Liberal on Thursday night um, and what Lockwood was able to do against that offense um, is really impressive as well. And really uh, maybe um, in that district, the second best team now with the coffee injury, 
Um, and you know, even even with coffee, I think with the way they're playing now, that's a much closer game. Um, so that's that's really what kind of stood out to me last week in the games I was at. Yeah, we concur with that. Um, Oric, they were able to win, win versus Norbert Harden until the game I was at without their best player, Jackson Miller, who is either first or second in the state in rushing. We're still waiting on Stewartsville stats coming with Gibson, but he's either first or second in the state in rushing. He's missed the last two weeks, and Oric's offense has still been rolling there. They got to fix some things defensively still, but Oric um, just got another big win there. That's what I kind of saw. Um, other than that, everything else last week was pretty cut and dry, I think. Uh, it wasn't a fantastic week for good games, for close games outside the big one. Uh, their last week, this week, a um, little bit of different story, a lot more either big matchups or just teams who are very like talented playing each other this week. So it makes it much more interesting week of action this week here in week eight. And absolutely, definitely, those are going to be that's going to be some big ones here this week. But let's talk about the uh, eight man football poll. We'll go ahead and we'll run it down here real quick and then talk about your guys' differences that you guys may have voted in the poll. At number one this week, North Andrew with six first place votes. They're the number one team in eight-man football still. Archie moves up from three to two this week with the loss of to, with the Albany loss to North Andrew. They're at number two this week with two first-place votes. Albany didn't drop off very much from two to three. They're the number three team. Platte Valley is at four. Worth County is five. Both those teams are six and one on the season. East Atchison is six. Oric is seven. Both those teams still undefeated at the season, seven and oh. Drexel is at the eighth spot. Lockwood is at nine at five and two. And then at number 10, tied for 10th, is King City and St. Paul Lutheran there. And then uh, riding out the um, A-Man football poll at 12th is North Shelby with a six and one record. So, um, gentlemen, um, you have any differences of how you voted in the poll this week? I mean, um, for me, my my top seven is pretty similar. Um, with that, I think they're all pretty much locked in. I didn't I didn't punish Albany at all for the Lockwood's North Andrew. Um, I already had Archie ahead of them anyways, but I kept those all pretty much the same. I didn't really see a whole lot to make me want to adjust anything there. Um, my biggest jump was probably Lockwood getting to that top 10 for me and just kind of putting it up there over North, instead of North Shelby after North Shelby's big loss. So that's what I was kind of looking at last week is getting Lockwood some love in there. Um, and then King City is right there as well for me. They're probably 11th in my poll. They're just on the outside looking in uh, with St. Paul just in front of them. So. Very interesting set of uh, weeks here coming up here where teams are playing some good opponents. I think you see there in the poll there, uh, the top seven teams all play a team that's either 500 or better. So that makes for a very interesting week. You're not playing the teams that are towards the bottom of the state. Um, and I think of the top 11 teams in our top 10, I think eight of them, nine of them are playing teams above 500 this week. So it makes for a very interesting week because teams aren't playing pushovers this week, at least there for it. So even if they're playing a team that's four and three, for example, Lockwood Appleton City, that's still a quality opponent. They have to come up there and play well against uh, with it. So I'm really interested to see how this week kind of works out. Like EA Stanbury is interesting for East Ashton playing a three and three Stanbury team that's had a tough schedule. That's going to be at least some resistance there for them. So it makes for a very uh, more fun week to talk about games. We think they could be closer games kind of deal. Yeah. And um, for me, my, my top five didn't change. Um, you know, I, I'm really high on Lockwood, so I moved them mm-hmm. up to six. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran as well was my seven because they played really well. Um, then at Oreg, Drexel, EA, and then like he said, King City's right there. Um, mm-hmm. what, what I'm interested in is the potential if, for North Andrew loss because if that happens, you know, Archie probably moves to one. Um, but then after that, I don't know how you how you sort that out. Um, it's a mess. You, know, you could say Worth County deserves to move up, but then you know, 
Albany's beating Platte Valley in Worth County. So it's like, I don't, that's, <laughs> I, I I usually get Devin my poll about 15 minutes after the final whistle. Um, I don't know if I can do that this way. That if that happens, I yeah, don't usually. Usually the Pattonsburg game is still uh, going on there at the end. Anthony's still sitting me his hole. <laughs> so like, usually like a game still going on. He's like, yeah, this is the top 10 though. Like, so <laughs> but it's interesting this week. Um, I usually don't finalize my poll until either Saturday or Sunday kind of deal. Take some time to look at it and everything. Um, this week could be a little bit different with that just because, as Anthony said, if Worth County wins, the jumble between one and five, which we all kind of have at the beginning of the year, we're all pretty split on where we had teams. And here recently, everyone's kind of fallen in line with a pretty standard one through five kind of deal with that. Not a whole lot of disagreement in the media poll voters. If Worth County wins this week, I fear that the change dramatically there because as much of the information we have now, we still know nothing um, with all these teams, how they're going to do the playoffs against each other. So it's just going to be a flavor of the week kind of deal of who gets a higher spot in there. Do you value Albany's two wins? you value North Andrews' 14-point win versus Albany? Where are you looking at all these teams with it? Where do you put Platte Valley, um, EA? So, I it's it's very interesting if Worth County wins this week. And it's all it's all really just for fun. I mean, oh yeah, it's week nine. Um, most of these teams are going to win in week nine. I don't know many of them that have mm-hmm. a tough game coming up. Um, and then district starts, and that's kind of where the focus is for everyone. I think, mm-hmm. um, especially in that you know district four. I mean, it's it's important in a way, you know, for I, – and I guess we can lead this into the North Andrew-Worth County game. But, uh, you know, as we talked about just a little bit ago uh, when we were doing the other podcast, it's more important for Worth County to win than it is North Andrew. Uh, I, North Andrew would love, I'm sure, to have that sole possession of that conference title and guaranteed that one seed. Um, but one loss, then that just – makes everything chaotic um, and still pretty good chance they get a high seed. Worth County loses. Now you're down to two losses um, in that district where EA is probably going to have one loss. Mm-hmm. Five Valley will have, you know, the one loss. Um, so that's where it really gets jumbled and where Worth County can't really afford. Now, even if they did drop, I, they could still very well win that district, but it gets much more difficult. The talk about the most like terrifying five seed you've ever seen is the Worth County Tigers with two losses. Uh, just not something you're able to see there. Like, hey, yeah, we got the four seed. We're hosting the first round. We're hosting the fifth ranked Worth County Tigers this week, guys. Good luck out there. And if you win that game, they're playing North Andrew again in two weeks or whatever it's going to be with that. Three weeks down the line. So even if North Andrew wins this week, they if they win, they're pretty much guaranteeing they're going to see Worth County in the second round probably, depending on how the four or five matchup goes uh, with that. So – Things are definitely not out of the woods. You got to win two, maybe three high leverage, high quality football games in that district to win it, and then you get to play probably arching the semifinals. So you're definitely going to earn your state championship this year if you're coming out of District Four. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I would not want to be. I would not want to be on that Misha staff who has to sort out those point standings there in eight man District Four. If Worth County ends up beating North Andrew on Friday, that that's that's not a job. That's not a job I want, but that kind of leads us into um, our week eight schedule discussion. Obviously, the big eight-man football game of the week. We will have it live on Missouri 8-Man Football's Facebook page this Friday night. It is Worth County, number five, taking on number one, North Andrew. I think we kind of 
mentioned it, you know, for North Andrew, uh, uh, outright conference title is on the line and, um, Worth County, you know, they, they, they beat North Andrew on Friday. Um, conference standings could be a mess. Eight man district four could be a mess. So, um, gentlemen, just your breakdown of this game. Well, yeah, like I said, um, there were some guys um, that got dinged up um, in that Albany game, and which you know worked both ways, which will make that Albany King City game that we'll talk about later interesting as well. But that's where I'm like, I don't know how far North Andrews is going to push this. Um, obviously, if it was a district game, um, you're throwing everything out there. Um, so that I think that'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see their game plan for both teams, really, um, to see how they handle this. Uh, <laughs> this is where I have to be difficult as someone who covers both. Because um, I kind of see how they're going to do this, but I don't. I didn't get the sense from either team that this was a huge game. Um, I think both want to win, obviously. Um, but with that district looming, I think the important thing here is you play well and you leave healthy. Uh, I, I think it'll be a great game. Um, I've had North Andrew one all year, uh, but the line between one and then, you know, two through five is very thin. Um, so it wouldn't shock me for Worth County to win this game. I think they, they hope to use some of their speed um, because if there's one yeah, you know, kind of kink in the armor with North Andrew, it's, it's kind of that linebacker position. They're not super fast where you're moving side to side. Um, and I think I'd imagine they'd want to take advantage of that. Um, but we'll kind of see because, you know, Worth County is one of those teams that, you know, their offense kind of varies. They can spread you out. Um, they can bring everyone in. Um, so we'll see what that game plan is uh, versus North Andrew, who's, you know, the back end, you know, is really good. You know, Hayden Ecker's a great safety uh, corner, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, the line's huge, so they're not going to try and beat you in a box. Um, so it'll be interested to see the game plan with Worth County offensively and then how much these teams show um, at this point in the year. You know, if it was week two, three, four, whatever, um, you know, you still have the other half of the season to go. But like I said, that district is, you know, right there. So we'll see um, how much they show uh, this week and what, like I said, what should be a really good game. Absolutely. And I think selfishly for me, I'd rather drive to North Andrew come November than drive into Worth County or Albany. So I'm just not thinking about that. He's talking like, hey, it's all that matter. I'm like, it's all like, where do I have to drive? <laughs> all, you know, and no one wants to play at Albany. Like, no. I thought I thought Hayden Ecker blew out his knee. And then Devin's like, no, no, no. He just fell down on the hill. Fell on the hill. Yeah, he's like, ooh, I don't look good. I'm like, ah, he just hit the crest. And he, he went down the hill a little bit. Um, with that. So, yeah, there's a heck of drives up there um, in the playoffs there. And as Anthony says, I expect a pretty vanilla game plans uh, with that. They're not going to show any extra wrinkles they haven't already showed through the first seven weeks on here. Um, it's going to be pretty much, hey, we're going to just line up. And if we beat you, we beat you. If not, we're going to get this, get this healthy kind of deal and just kind of lean on each other a little bit for four quarters. And that's what I kind of expect in this one. And North Andrew, they like to – they like doing that. They like playing that style of football anyways, so it should be very interesting to see how they do. I'm interested to see if Worth County's defensive line, how it stacks up. I know the Latham kid up front, he's massive there in the middle of that defense for Worth County. Uh, I'm just kind of curious to watch him versus Chittum up front. That's going to be a very fun matchup for me personally. Uh, watching those two guys 
just beat on each other for a little bit. Um, so that's very interesting to me on there. And then, as Anthony said, the Worth County speed on the outside. What does North Andrew kind of do to combat that a little bit on there? So it should be a fun game. Um, I'm just going to go in there expecting both teams to kind of try super hard, but not enough to throw extra wrinkles in like this is the, the do-or-die game that it would be in three weeks, three or four weeks if they were meeting in the second or third round of the district kind of deal on there. So should be fun, though. Not every week you get a game like this. I know we've had a bunch of good games here this year, um, and I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, maybe Anthony's close game magic will rub off of here. We get another two-point game um, here in the GRC. So I'm just expecting a really good football game. Uh, between two pretty well-coached football teams that have a lot of talent. So even if their game plans are vanilla, there's enough talent in that football field to make it very interesting um, in this one going forward. Um, and I'm kind of – I think we're kind of has a good chance to win this one just because I think they're a little more desperate team just because they don't want us to have a second loss on there and be guaranteed the five seed uh, with that. So, And their one loss to Albany this year, I think they're still stinging from that a little bit. They've been on a rampage ever since that loss. They just absolutely – I mean, they put 82 points. I know it's Pattonsburg. They put up 82 points in the first half, and that game was over at halftime. So I think they're ready to get their frustrations out on a good team here with that. So I'm interested to see how that kind of works there. I'm interested to see how that works um, because we saw with Albany in those back-to-back weeks against top five teams, uh, they were able to come out with both. Um, Worth County has been challenged in a few weeks. Um, so that that's interesting as well um, to see, you know, whether – the physical beating um, that it take that you take um, in one of those you know matchups um, affects North Andrew, or if it's similar to what Albany did, where they were able to uh, rally off for another win, uh, top five win the week after. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, another matchup that we're going to talk about um, Thursday night game this time. Uh, it's originally scheduled for Friday. Now we're on Thursday night. Number three Albany and number ten King City. Another matchup in the GRC. I know that we've talked about um, in the GRC, Albany, Albany, Worth County, and uh, North Andrew. We've talked about those three teams. But King City um, King City could be making some some noise in their case for their district as well. That's District 3. So, um, gentlemen, just your thoughts on Albany and King City this Thursday night. So, I'll go first. This Anthony will be at this game. I'm going to watch it on Albany TV just from my apartment because I don't want to leave work early again <laughs> so it should be a fun one there uh king city they do have some things that give good teams troubles with how good they are on the line with landon jackson chase moss and company they are very good up front the one problem with that is albany when they're at their best it's not when they're trying to pound the rock it's when they're throwing the ball with kemper klein so if he can have enough time to throw that king city secondary is right for the taking with the speed albany has on the outside so i think it's a good matchup for albany against King City, it's different than when North Andrew played King City because North Andrew, they want to run the ball. It's kind of strength versus strength there. Here, it's more Albany strength versus the weakness of this King City defense. Kind of the same thing we talked about with Worth County, North Andrew, with the back end not being the strength of the defense kind of deal there for King City. And on the other side, Albany, as as much as they kind of struggle to run the ball on offense, on defense, they do a very good job of filling lanes and breaking down. You see Truman Reynolds on the, court, on the field all the time making big plays. Their D-line's good. Camper Klein... If you have a good receiver, he'll locking down and kind of deal with that, or he can come back in the box and play the run really well as there. So they're a very fundamentally sound defensive team. I just think that balance that Albany has gives them the advantage here. I think this King City game looks more like the North Andrew game than the Worth County debacle that we saw a few weeks ago. So I think that's where we're kind of looking at it here. I think Albany wins this game, but it's going to be by three scores where they had to grind it out a three-score win and not just 
get out ahead and, and hold on kind of deal is how I'm looking at this game. Yeah, I think you covered most of it. Like we uh, talked about earlier, though, um, North Andrew is very physical. Um, and you're losing a day um, to kind of recover with this being a Thursday game. Um, so th- I think that's where it could be interesting. And for Albany, it has been a brutal stretch. Um, yeah, you kind of had a, a bit of a break, um, you know, last week or the week before uh, with Christian. But then, you know, before that, you know, it's Worth County, Platte Valley. Um, and you you kind of wonder if at some point – um, just the amount of concentration and, you know, Fountain is fantastic uh, and good at getting his guys fired up and focused. You kind of wonder if you could see a bit of a slip up or at least uh, enough to make this one interesting. Uh, like Devin said, King City is, is big. Um, they're about the only team that at least size-wise uh, compares to North Andrew. Um, the problem with King City is when they faced good teams, especially defensively, their offense is really struggling. Um, so I think that'll be the difference in this one is if King City can figure something out offensively. Yep. And then, uh, a couple uh, interesting matchups that I want to talk about here in our area. Um, you know, for the last couple of years, we've really kind of hyped this matchup up a little bit. Um, East Ashton's at Stanbury. That would usually be one of our big games we would talk about any other year, but um, no, that's kind of got reg- regulated now to probably like third or fourth best game in the area. That's another game I kind of want your thoughts on. And then South Holt and Rockport's a pretty, pretty decent game too on the schedule there. So I want your gentlemen's your thoughts on those two games. Yeah, so we'll start yeah. with EA Stanbury, Anthony. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, for me, this one's interesting because um, the last time I saw EA was against Rockport. Um, and while it's not identical, um, they they had some issues with stopping the Rockport offense. Um, and when you face Stanberry, that's, that's kind of what you're getting. You're getting two really good running backs um, and a quarterback can move a little bit. So I think that's why this one um, – could be interesting because EA's problem uh, we saw against South Holt, we saw against Rockport. Uh, they were barely able to, you know, kind of pull that one out. Is when they've faced teams that are more evenly matched talent wise, um, it's been um, a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, they pulled out, pulled away against South Holt, um, but they didn't play very well. Um, and a lot of that's been their uh, turnovers and kind of discipline. Um, now, since that Rockport game, they've they've played really well. Um, so we'll see if that carries over because um, I think Stanberry's a little bit better than their three and three record, um, but they're they're kind of that team that's gonna beat the teams they're supposed to, um, and but they're not gonna sneak up and bite someone like a North Andrew or Worth County. Um, so I think these teams are more evenly matched than you may think. I think the best player on the field plays for East Natchison. But that doesn't always mean everything because, you know, Cameron, uh, Schieber, really good players. So I think this one could end up being a little bit better, especially because these teams know each other so well. They play every year. Um, They're brothers. Um, So I think that's what could make this one a little more interesting. 
Yeah, I think we look at this. We have East Atchison at six in our poll right there. And I think anywhere from six to 10 and then from like 11 to 18 or so, they're just a big group of teams that depending on the style or the day kind of deal could definitely jump up and beat the other team on there. If you look at Stanberry, Anthony said a minute ago, Cheever and Cameron are still one of the best running back duos in the state on there. They just don't have the O-line play they've had in the past few years to spring a bunch of holes to kind of exploit that on the defenses there. And for East Addison, Spinato, he's a very explosive, dynamic, fun player to watch uh, run the football or even throw the ball to him and out of the backfield as well. So I think EA wins this game. But I think both these teams, first of all, they play almost the exact same style of football. So it's like they're playing each other, playing themselves in different uniforms with it. So it's it's a very interesting matchup. We've seen some low-scoring games over the years in this game between EA and Stanberry. I don't expect a lot of points in the scoreboard. I do think EA is the better team, though. So I think EA wins this by a couple of scores, but I wouldn't be surprised if I saw on Friday night, like, oh, Stanbury is sticking around with East Action. That's an interesting kind of deal. That would not surprise me at all in this game because I think they're two teams that know each other very well, and that could lead to some really close football. Definitely, gentlemen. Thank you. Um, thank you both so much. You know, we got a tremendous schedule there with Worth County North Andrew um, this week. Um, gentlemen, thank you both so much for your time. I know that you guys have been very, very busy, you know, um, getting to work, preparing for games. And stuff like that. Thank you guys so much for taking a few minutes of your time to join me to talk about eight man football. We'll see you guys. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, buddy.